Paul. Oh, God. It's me, your old friend, Harold Stylish. <laughs> I'm so handsome, I'm so famous, and I have so many styles. <laughs> Did you hear about the two contractors who fell madly in love? No, I did not. They finish each other's basements. <laughs> so who's first on this week's podcast, Paul? First up is Echo Astral. Here on Hometown Sounds. <laughs>
Hey, welcome back to Hometown Sounds. We show you how DC finishes each other's basements. I'm Tony Ferreco. <laughs> I'm Paul Vodra, and that was Echo Astral with a new song called Why She. Echo Astral, self-described mascara mosh pit and princess post-punk. They are fronted by J.L. Holtzman. Email submission. Love it. So thrilled that uh, J.L. was in touch. And uh, gosh, we've had so much fun learning all about Echo Astral this evening. First, I can share that Echo Astral played Why She Fourth in their set at a show they played at the Corey House a couple of weeks ago. And I learned that because I found their set list via Setlist FM. Wow, there you go. And uh, a little, like about an hour ago, uh, here was a good tweet from Echo Astral. A butch femme with a vitamin C deficiency. Call her Topsy Scurvy. Oh, <laughs> jeez. Echo Astral does have some upcoming dates, and I want to talk about some of them because they're lots of fun. Echo Astral is playing a house show on Friday, September 30th at Catgut, a DIY space located in Brightwood Park with Cinema Hearts, Cherry Tree, and Fiverr Plum. DM them for the address. I'm wondering about this new house venue, Catgut. I'm wondering, is this the, is this the first in a new wave of named house venues that we can talk about? you know, by their name instead of just a random address or whatever. I think that could be a, could be an interesting sign. I feel like there's a new era every handful of years and maybe we're coming into a new one sort of post COVID. Yep. Um, Echo Astral is also performing on Sunday, October 9th at DC nine with a band from Saratoga, New York called grape juice. <laughs> I do love grape juice, but I just wanted to mention that that gig because of that very good band name. We've also received word that you can catch Echo Astral at a queer punk Halloween bash that they are throwing at Ziva Bar in Columbia Heights to celebrate the release of their debut EP, Courts, which is arriving on October 28th. I would recommend going to Echo Astral's Bandcamp and clicking that follow button. Smash it, in fact. Smash it. Like and subscribe. <laughs> so, Tony, what's been going on with you, man? Uh, Paul, I love Simple Human. Yeah, all right, that's good. I own three Simple Human trash cans. I had two of their auto-dispensing soap dispensers. Yes. Where you just put your hand under it and you, you get a little soap. I ordered a third. I needed a third one for one in my, my bathroom that needed to be replaced. It arrived, and uh, something something strange happened, Paul. And uh, so, okay. I have a bidet for when you're in the bathroom doing whatever. Right, whatever. Uh, and it operates via remote control. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, you know, you move it up and back, teach it how to doogie. <laughs> but uh, I had placed the soap dispenser in my sink area, mm-hmm. and uh, I was uh, operating my bidet, and then I... I noticed that when I pressed the various controls, that soap would then dispense out of the, the soap dispenser. Mm. Um, so it, it seemed as though that uh, the time for this soap dispenser in the bathroom was was not long. 
Um, I, I then uh, ran to my computer to get on the horn. Well, I love saying get on the horn with uh, Simple Humans chat support because, oh, my God, I love chat support. Uh, <laughs> wow. Like, remember the days of of calling customer support? <laughs> like, I remember, like, being in grad school and trying to get someone at Microsoft to help me troubleshoot my my Windows Vista machine. Oh, those were dark <laughs> and times. It was it was going deep in the code. Yep. <laughs> anyway, um, so I chatted with a totally lovely, simple human customer service rep, and uh, first he wrote back, "Could you send me a video?" <laughs> of course, gotta have that. <laughs> and so I did. I held up the remote and pushed the buttons and made the soap just fall out. <laughs> and I sent him the video, and then he wrote back, yes, it's a known issue. Oh, what? <laughs> so I am curious about whether it's a known issue of the remotes for bidets or for remotes of other appliances. Wow. Um, so, uh, it turns out I just have to buy another automatic soap dispenser now. <laughs> I feel like the reviews have got to be trashing this thing. I mean, I'm upset because I cannot have the two nicest things in the world in the same room. <laughs> it's it's too much focus on cleanliness. It's too much. <laughs> like, I suppose I could coordinate efforts to... Uh, <laughs> operate the remote and dispense soap onto my free hand. Yeah, if that's what you need to do. Yeah, anyway, uh, this got a a little bluer than usual. (laughs) Um, But anyway, uh, all I can say is don't get a simple human auto soap dispenser when you're rocking a a Toto heated seat bidet with the the, uh, standalone remote. (laughs) That's that's Tony's uh, tech tip for the day. I, I go into things even further on my new podcast where I troubleshoot appliances. <laughs> That's probably where you're finally going to achieve uh, podcast greatness. You make it sound like I haven't already. Well, there you go. <laughs> so what's going on with you, Paul? Uh, not that much. Um, this past weekend, some friends down in the Richmond area had a party and it was meant to be like a big sleepover kind of party. But you their house is sleepover parties in your forties. Well, here's the thing: it was not it, it, it was not an indoor sleepover party. It was a camping in the backyard sleepover party. So everybody was encouraged to bring tents and camp out. Did you bring a tent? I did. I actually had a tent that had never been set up before ever. I purchased it maybe four years ago from REI. And, you know, just thought like, well, you know, everybody needs a tent. You never know when you're going to need a tent. I should buy a tent. I should invest in a tent and a sleeping bag, which also had never been taken out of its packaging. And so I thought, you know, at some point this will come in handy. And and this weekend was that time. But I discovered the night before when I thought, you know what? I should maybe check to make sure this tent has all of its parts. You know, you don't want to show up at the venue and suddenly you're you're missing your, your poles or your stakes or something. So... I took it all out, spread it out on the ground and realized what I did not have was the ground pad that goes underneath the footprint that goes underneath the tent and rain was in the forecast. And I thought, okay, well, that's that's a crisis. 
So I managed to go to REI again on basically the way out and buy the the ground pad that I needed. So I was all set, all kitted out. And it went great. It went great. About 2.30 in the morning, it poured rain. And uh, my girlfriend and I, we stayed totally dry in that tent. It was real cozy and nice. It was a little hot. It was a little humid. It was a little sticky. It's not my best night of sleep, I would say, for sure. But it was fun to wake up and have breakfast with everybody and hang out. What was? Well, tell me about breakfast. What do we have for breakfast? Uh, the host is a very good chef, and he, he made some really good eggs. He made me some scrambled eggs that were good. Um, what is it called when you get the piece of bread and you cut the middle out of the bread and you put the egg in there and you cook that up? Toad in the hole, maybe? Is that what that's called? Well, this is in the realm of there are tons of different names for for this dish. Right. <laughs> I think there's some toy soldiers. Oh, yeah. Uh, I once like looked up a big list of them. <laughs> And I'm, wow. I'm, I'm, and I'm upset with myself that I can't um, <laughs> think of them. But uh, I do love a good dip of bread in the egg. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely a winner. So, yeah, it was just a, a super nice weekend. Great to hang out with some good people that we knew and some new people that we had not met before and break in the tent. And I uh, look forward to more tent camping in my future. See, I'm worried about tent camping because... I'm afraid about getting into a fight with whoever I'm tent camping with because you can't slam the door. <laughs> you definitely, you could zip it real hard. <laughs> zip it really fast. <laughs> it's, I don't think it's the same. It's not, definitely not the same. So who's next on this week's podcast? Next up, I'm so excited about this band name. It's Hyatt's Villain. There was a boy named Tony, and he didn't like broccoli, but he kept having it on his plate, and finally, he had some and got used to it. He had the hardest time falling asleep, but he was given a routine, and finally, he got used to it. And he said, please, and he said, thank you, because that's what he heard, and he got used to it. Chips and Coca-Cola Classic. He'd been given it since he was a baby. That sweet sugar. And he'd stay up late. And he didn't have a nap time. And he was sick all the time. And miserable. And when he wasn't feeling sick, he was pissed off. Because that's what we saw at his house. Anger, stress, judgment. Kids don't buy groceries.
That was Hyatt's villain with a track called Kids Don't Buy Groceries. Paul, you found this one, and what a perfect band name. You know, in addition to it being a really, really fun band name, I also loved that because of the name of this band, I knew that I didn't have to look hard to find out where they're from, that they count as DC music. Unless there are other Hyattsvilles out there in other places. True. I, I found this artist on the official DMV Spotify playlist called Ripple Effect colon DMV. I was looking around for some new music and found this and... I, I'm a little sad that uh, I didn't know about it before, but I'm super happy to know about it now. And now you all do too. This is uh, the last song on the debut album by Hyatt's Villain called Short Songs for a Fast Life. There is no band camp for this one, so stream it or buy it from the usual suspects. And there is a music video to be found on YouTube that is animated and features Grady the Clown bashing parents at a parent-teacher conference in an elementary school. Paul, so, I didn't actually watch the video. When you say bashing, do you mean like physically or insulting? I feel like it's more verbal. Um, it's it's illustrating some of the results of bad parenting, as the lyrics of the song very clearly do as well. So it's that, that kind of punk that has something, to, something say to say and some real emotion behind saying it, which is really great. What do you think kids don't buy groceries means? I think what it means is that the parents are the ones buying the groceries, so it's up to the parents to make sure that their kids are eating good food and not Coke and and sweets all the time and make sure that they're going to bed at the right hour and make sure they're doing their homework and that they're being polite and nice to people. I think you're exactly correct, and I set set you up so that you had to say all those square things and not, not me. But Tony, my question is, do you like broccoli? Broccoli rules. I mean, like I will say that I'm in the camp of with lots of vegetables of I I think that many kids, you know, uh, grew up maybe with some nasty ass boiled vegetables. But oh, pop those suckers in the oven, roast them. Incredible. I'll even eat cauliflower. It's roasted. (laughs) Roasted cauliflower is great. Also, it shrinks so much. Mm, yes, that's true. That's true. Paul, Coca-Cola Classic was mentioned in uh, Kids Don't Buy Groceries. And I I was a little too young for the new Coke debacle. But I wanted to ask, what, what, was, what were your thoughts on, on new Coke? I vaguely remember new Coke. And I what I remember is that it kind of just tasted like Pepsi. And it everybody was kind of like, well, why don't I just have Pepsi instead? The thing that I remember more clearly is Crystal Pepsi. I was about to say, bring up Crystal Pepsi because that was, <laughs> it was clear. <laughs> it was pretty exciting. <laughs> I mean, then we ended up at the logical conclusion of Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> I, I still have not internalized that Mountain Dew comes in many colors and flavors now. Uh, Paul, when you were uh, when you were in your younger years, did you ever uh, at a convenience store? Did you ever make yourself a suicide? Uh, oh, of course, absolutely. Put Are all you... the flavors together. And do you ever customize your fountain drink experience? Um, I don't. I don't. Why not? Uh, these days, I really don't do fountain drinks that often, and I feel like um, occasionally when I do, I just want to have like. 
the flavor as it's intended. I don't want to mess with it too much. <laughs> as God intended. That's right. Somebody worked really hard to make that taste just like that. And who am I to mess it up? I mean, things are kind of wild now with, you know, the, with the touchscreens and stuff. I mean, like, there's there are more flavors than I would ever dare try. That's uh, true. Um, but I will say that I just do a a Coke Zero or a Diet Coke and then uh, like three quarters of the way and I'll top it off with Dr. Pepper. Mm, all right. There you go. Actually, there was someone on Judge John Hodgman one time, a dad who tried to make the argument that Coke Zero is actually its name is Zero Coke. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And he, he moved in all kinds of evidence. Oh, my God. I am. Love a good dad. <laughs> I I may never have had Coke Zero. I may have avoided that my entire life. Paul, it's only been around for like the last six or seven years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I figure if you're going to splurge on drinking a soda, you might as well go all out and have the full classic experience. I remember being at a uh, birthday party when I was a kid and there was caffeine-free Diet Coke. Yeah. And I was like, man, these people suck. <laughs> so who's next on this week's podcast, Paul? Next up is Manny Wells. We don't need no closer, baby. I see through the lies, you're moving crazy.
was Manny Wells with a track called No Closure. This song, No Closure, is paired with another song called D-Do as a double single, and it is in all of the usual streaming platforms. Manny Wells comes originally from Nigeria, came to America when he was just nine years old, and as a participant in the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, or DACA program, Manny got involved in a collaborative album with other DACA musicians called American Dreamers, Voices of Hope, Music of Freedom, and that won three Grammy Awards back in 2019. So that is pretty awesome that he is a Grammy-winning musician already. He has collaborated with Wale and toured with Jadena, and his middle name is also Wale. So he feels a little kinship there. This song is a sexy little jam, and there's a music video for it. And it's pretty, I, I found it very amusing. The idea is that there is a breakup that is happening, but it's happening in a court of law. And Manny Wells is arriving to confront the, the breakup person and has the, the sexy women and the, the fur coat, full pimping regalia. And he's, you know, trying to show that there's no closure necessary with this breakup. We can just uh, we can just be done with it and move on. A court of law. That sounds like a very small quantity of, of law. <laughs> <laughs> so got a kick out of that one. If you're uh, in the mood for a music video, I recommend that one. I like the title No Closure because I, I think something you hear from people who are smart about mental health and therapy is that... uh you don't get closure from other people. You get closure from yourself and accepting yourself. That's awesome. Tony, who do we have next on the podcast? Anise. Yeah, I don't like the person that I am when I hurt you. Cause in those moments I desert you And I realize I don't deserve you No, I don't deserve you But I'm praying on my knees Begging that you won't leave me But you can do so much better Please believe me So I won't blame you if you leave me Leave me Cause I made a promise on the day we said vows I swore to love you and to never let you down I told your father I'd protect you from the pain I told your mother I would shelter you from rain You were the only one that I have ever dreamed of My perfect truth that I've hidden with every lie If only I was less concerned about our future I might have noticed you needed me by your side And after all of those days, you kept it inside Don't know how I missed every tear that you cried I love you enough to let you be free So I can't blame you, baby, it started with me person that I am when I hurt you Cause in those moments 
realize I don't deserve you No, I don't deserve you But I'm praying on my knees Begging that you won't leave me But you can do so much better Please believe me So I won't blame you if you leave me Leave me Cause I I'm so sorry for the way things went down You deserve a king and I'm not wearing no crown It's tears welling up in your eyes And I'd be lying through my teeth If I told you I was surprised What did I think? What happened after all of this time? It's like you blink And seven years just passes you by I wish that I Could run it back and right my wrongs Maybe you wouldn't be gone If I wasn't chasing these songs And I spent my energy Trying to actually be a better man Lost my centerpiece And I don't think you understand What you meant to me Our love was deeper than ration But never loved you enough To set you free from my passion I, I don't like the person that I am When I hurt you Cause in those moments I desert you And I realize I don't deserve you No, I don't deserve you But I'm praying on my knees Begging that you won't leave me But you can do so much better Please believe me So I won't blame you if you leave me But you can do so much better, please believe me So I won't blame you if you leave me Leave me, cause I That was Anise with a track called Leave Me Anise is Anise Mokibar He grew up in Northern Virginia He is half Palestinian and half Lebanese And was raised in an Orthodox Christian home According to an article in Variety Anise gave up practicing law to pursue music He shared that the suit and tie life depressed me And I felt super trapped There was no joy every day I wanted to go to sleep And not wake up It was dark so music was my therapy To escape from the sadness uh, And that's it's kind of a sad song But uh, I think it's one also filled with catharsis It's uh, It's yet another breakup song and on that subject, the song is actually a collaboration with U.S. music mogul Scooter Braun, who I kind of only know from buying um, Taylor Swift's masters. <laughs> but uh, the the lyrics reflect uh, uh, Scooter Braun's recent divorce. But he's Scooter Braun is all about a knees. Uh, I read uh, a little story about a knees getting on Instagram and Justin Bieber jumping on, and they were trading verses, and then there were suddenly sixty thousand people watching a knees. And Justin Bieber have a uh, an hour long conversation about Anise's music. That's really awesome. Also, Justin Bieber has a crazy silver car called a Fisker that like literally looks like a spaceship. <laughs> I listened to a nine one one call where uh, they're paparazzi chasing him. Wow! And uh, all these people were calling in and being like, "Yeah, there's this weird silver car. I've never seen anything like it." <laughs> Yeah, so actually, that's my new hobby these days, is listening, is listening to 911 calls. <laughs> it sounds kind of dark, but yeah. So, Tony, who do we have next on the podcast? Next is Leech Jewel. Leech Jewel. 
Well, that was pretty different for the Hometown Sounds podcast. That song was called Chamoon by Leech Jewel. Leech Jewel is the music of singer-songwriter Chianga Gray. She is accompanied by her husband and multi-instrumentalist Phil Gray with original songs in Korean and English that are inspired by a range of shared influences ranging from the 60s and 70s and contemporary indie folk and psychedelic, deep cuts of classic R&B and soul, French disco funk, K-pop, and Korean trot. And I just learned what Korean trot is. Korean trot is a genre of Korean pop music known for its of repetitive rhythm and vocal inflections. Also, it's in a, a meter of two, which is kind of interesting, and I definitely heard that there. Shamoon is the first track from the five-song release called Tunnel, and it came out back in February, and you should head over to their Bandcamp page to make that a part of your life. And of course, like all of the releases here, you can find that in the show notes for this episode. So that almost takes us to the end of this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Please follow us on the socials. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Hometown Sounds. The website is hometownsoundsdc.com. You can also find the aforementioned show notes there with links to all of the songs that we've played forever, ever and ever and ever. Links, links, links to get you all the great music. And the email address is dj at hometownsoundsdc.com. You should use that email address to send us your music. Because really the important thing is to support the musicians that you've heard on this podcast by buying their music. And seeing them play live. You know what's cool about this episode? We're moving into the sixth song, and every artist that we have featured on this episode is brand new to our podcast listeners. All six brand new stuff that we've never featured before, including the last track by Ecstatic International. This song is called High Violence. This is a new band that has formed during the pandemic and is now emerging to release music and play shows. Ecstatic International is made up of GL Jaguar from Priests, Laura Harris from XX, Nikhail Rao from Bottled Up, Anna from Olivia Neutron John, and Jackie Cougar Abak from Desdemonas. That's that's a super group. That is insane. I was, I was just like, what is this, a Marvel movie? <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, the new EP is coming out on Sister Polygon Records, and they are playing an EP release show at The Runaway on Friday, October 14th, along with Sizzajix. We played th- them. Yeah. Do we think I said that right? S-Y-X-Y-G-Y-X. I believe you did. And also Erica Dawn Lyle from LA. So that seems like a real good show to get advanced tickets for because I predict that will sell out with that kind of lineup. Oh, my God. Do you think you could, like, sit down with all of those people? <laughs> what would that be like? Oh, my God. I don't, I, I, there's, it would be so much. There would be so much going on. That is, a, that is an insane, insane super group. I cannot wait to hear the whole EP. Uh, you can pre-order it now on Bandcamp, and uh, we hope you like it. I feel like with that lineup, this song is not going to sound like what you think it's going to sound like. It's pretty different. Paul, if you and I went to that show, I think we should just hold hands and look at our phones the whole time. <laughs> I, well, I'm saying that's what I think we would do. That's probably true. That's what we do a lot. <laughs> Holding hands and looking at our phones. Oh, my God. We just laugh and laugh. 
<laughs> oh, man. Thank you all so much for listening to this episode of the Hometown Sounds Podcast. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Paul. And we'll see you all next time.